and we are live. This is David Webb and Danny Phantom. And we are What Could Possibly Go Wrong. And today we have Haley Khaleesi. And we're talking about internet drama. <laughs> Fun stuff. So where to begin, guys? Well, I guess we should start with how are we defining drama? Okay, okay. When I think when I think drama and internet drama, what comes to mind initially is like when you post something, whether it's controversial or not, and someone you very rarely hear from um, okay. just hits you out of nowhere with like the hottest take in their opinion known to mankind and it's just it's it's cringe it's very cringe and it just starts a, a slew of comments whether it's you responding to them or people that you know and um whether whether it blows up or it doesn't or it becomes a block or it becomes an itchy situation if you see them in real life that's that's what i think of with internet drama what, what about you guys I feel like it's the all bark and no bite uh, of people's communication. Yeah. Like, I don't know. People think they are bigger than they are on the mm. internet, and big balls. It is fascinating the stuff people will actually say. They say online. some wild shit. They say some wild shit. I think drama has to include. Uh, it, it's essentially. Uh, Escalating a situation by bringing other parties into it, mm. uh, which you know when it's on the internet is kind of that's part of it from the beginning. Yeah. Um, but and entitlement and opinion. Yeah. Okay. How so on the entitlement? I mean, have you ever looked at anybody that just hopped like people you ain't heard from, thinking that they matter. Yeah, that their opinion is so valid that it, I just have to tell you how Yeah, but that's And then the they internet. get offended when you won't, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. engage. That's, yeah, that's entitlement. Engage or totally. elaborate or or take the bait. Yeah. So people, like, just demanding you owe them a response? I mean, demanding my time, attention, response, energy. It's, yeah. it's a demand. Okay. Okay. So that's, I guess, how does that become dramatic, then? Like, what, when, where's the line on give me attention and internet drama? Sorry, my dad hit me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, think, I think a lot of it, it could be, like, like people po- like people will, will respond in very inflammatory ways <coughs> when, it's, when they're responding to something that they don't agree with. You know, or they'll they'll use that, um, like, I don't know the actual lingo for it. I see people post it all the time. But, like, when they make a comparison that's not truly equivalent, you know? And it's, oh, it's like, false equivalency. Yeah, where it's like, oh, well, this, this, is, this happened over here, so how could this be true if this happened over here? And it's yeah. like, fam, we're not even talking about the same thing here. Now you're just bringing in irrelevant information to support your point that doesn't even belong in this discussion. And here you are ranting for like seven paragraphs straight. <coughs> when I run even, into, sorry, even if you refute that shit, they just bring up more. Like more you can't bullshit. Even, it's yeah. just like over and over. But yeah, but yeah. the moment you cite anything, they will yeah. attack your source. Oh yeah. Like, oh, you believe this dude? It's like, well, yeah. He, that's kind of what he's made his life about. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of do believe him, sir. Uh, yeah. 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 
I think when people uh, deflect with you know false equivalencies, they're they're generally just you know they're able to stand by that point far better than the one they were actually talking about. They yeah. might disagree with you, but they're not really able to articulate it. This other point that they brought up, though, they know about that one. Yeah, yeah, and they'll fight you to death on that one. Yeah, it's like, dude, this isn't even what we were talking about. Like, what's, what's up, man? Every what's time up? I get into one of those, I uh, I remember uh, it. it Never play chess with a pigeon. No matter how well you play, at the end of the game, it's still going to walk around, kick over pieces, shit on the board, and strut around like it won the game. <laughs> yes, that's it. I like that. I like that. It's so perfect for these internet arguments, and I don't say it that often because if I say it, then I need to stop or else I'm doing the same thing. Yeah, and I'm not yeah, ready yeah. to stop, so I haven't said it in an yeah, yeah, argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, internet, internet is tricky, man. It's tricky. I think certain places are definitely more toxic than others like Facebook for sure is like disgusting it's gross man but I feel like part of it too like part of it is like the algorithm knowing knowing what is gonna drive up like interaction and knowing Mm -hmm. like it doesn't give a fuck about feelings per se you know what I mean it's just like oh this one this this point gets 500 comments so I'm gonna magnify this one in your feed boom and oh, I know that you disagree with this, so bam. Or I know that you super agree with this, so here's this one with a comment that disagrees with you. Have at it. You know what I mean? I mean, they've got an investigation right now on that shit. Like, yeah. On the actual algorithm giving more negative, like, I don't know. It, it's mostly based on teens, but like, it is actively happening. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I see it, and you can feel it. You know what I yeah. mean? When you're scrolling or like. Like, I find myself getting baited into a lot of shit, and, like, halfway through my comment, I'll just delete it, or I'll just, like, scroll past it, or close my browser, because I deleted the app, you know, like, I have a million times, and I've deactivated it (laughs) hundreds of times. (laughs) It's addictive. Um, But here I am, back again, you know, because I know how powerful of a tool it is to reach people, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm a promoter, and I run a business, so it's like, I understand how crucial it is in some parts. But then, like, every now and then, I'm just like, fuck this app, man. It's so toxic. I uh, I have a, such a love-hate relationship, and for all the same reasons. You know? yeah. People on it are kind of messy as hell, but uh, if you want to reach a bunch of people, it's one of the best ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you can, you know, exchange ideas there where it, and pictures, whereas, you know, Twitter is mostly concepts. Instagram is mostly pictures. People like you and me, we like Facebook. We can do both. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. Yep. And it's somewhat local. It's more localized. I feel yeah. like Instagram and Twitter are more global. Yeah. And Facebook, for whatever reason, is a little more localized. Probably just because of all the, the friends that we've had and we grew up. But it's it also a, a, it's like it, it shows friends yeah. of friends, yeah. though. Like, right. like I think that's the thing is you know you like something on Instagram, you only see the first or second person. Yeah. Whereas like if I if you know you post something and we have let's say fifty mutual friends and twenty of them have liked it, it'll say this and it, like it'll you know it, it, Facebook goes out of their way to say all of your friends like this, but it yeah, also yeah, yeah. It, it does push to people together geographically. Mm-hmm. You know, Instagram, it's you know you're wherever you are, you're posting pictures there. Yeah. Facebook is for you know they just added um. Uh, Neighborhoods, because they reckon mm. essentially it's a competitor for um, next door. Uh, I see. Okay. Um, but 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 they're trying oh, to keep the everyone. Actual neighborhoods. Yeah, they have an app. Gotcha. I mean, not an app, but yeah, like yeah, a section yeah, yeah, of yeah. Facebook. Yeah. That's you know a, a next door competitor, but you know there's just people there posting saying, "Hey, I'm in Grafton Hill. I've lived here for eight years," yeah. and everyone else you know saying hi. So it's designed to be local, which is part of why it's so funny that it gets so dramatic. It like, gets you, so dramatic. Or how about the freaking Worcester Eats page? 
How the fuck did that get to 40,000 people? <laughs> it's because motherfuckers that aren't even from Worcester have stepped say, foot in Worcester. 000. It's like 39, I checked yesterday. It's got a lot. Yeah. It's got a lot. And it's run by the Worcester Telegram, ironically. Oh, like, well, that's the answer. Yeah, so they're just like pumping it, pumping it. Um, they don't let me read their shit without paying, so I don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you, there's a few ways to get around that, but like, it's it's... Who it's never, like, worth the about? energy Yeah, to do it's, it. like, it's so, like, like, this isn't really an article that I wanted. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm right there with you. Um, but that's that's a hotbed for toxicity, bro. You post any steak and cheese that isn't for brains, and motherfuckers will hop on you so fast. Like, Fuck. well, it's not brains. It's not brains. It's like, fam, if I wanted sweaty Irishmen to spit in my face <laughs> while I ate my sandwich, I'd go to Gallagher's. I wouldn't go to fucking Breen's, you know what I mean? I have never been to Breen's, but I've heard about it, like, 14 different times from various posts about this. Yeah. In fact, I, I once saw a post that was just a steak and cheese sub, and everyone said, and the caption was, you know where I am. And then a bunch of people complimenting Breen's. Breen's, Breen's, Breen's. Yeah, it, it's a cult. But it's become one of those, it's like, uh, in my opinion, it's become one of those things that it's just, like, fun to say. You know, like, people have posted... Like, you can tell it's almost become a satire at this point in yeah. the group where it's like, it's like, oh, you should have went to Breen's. Like, somebody will post fucking tacos. And I'm like, <laughs> you should have went to Breen's. And it's like, okay, bro, I, I know you're just trolling, but, like, come on. Like, right. Chill out, you know? Uh, it's amazing when groups like that get toxic. Like, this is a group that is supposed to be fun about something we all like. Yeah. Food. Like, I local mean, food. Do you think that's because every place is now that toxic? Or do you think that it's something so trivial like food so they can't unleash their toxicity easier. I think it's more the people. I think it's like, because you'll notice, like, I've noticed, I mean, I've gotten into fucking multi-comment fucking debacles with some of these fucking trolls and it's always the fucking dudes from out of town, the white dudes from out of town, and I hate saying it, but it's <laughs> no, so I, accurate. Uh, I, the, the truth about Worcester Group, I, uh, I recently left it... Uh, Honestly, because the uh, the admin of the group uh, made a post directly making fun of me, um, in because I'd call, started to call him out on how uh, I, I you know said targeting uh, creating a group of racist assholes and encouraging them and then censoring everything else is part of the problem. Yeah, uh, and I tried to encourage him to take some accountability for that, and he. He, he's one of those people who is like fuck Biden but like I'm not for Trump so I'm not part of the problem but <laughs> but but like we'll still but he was censoring I don't know if censoring is the correct word yeah yeah but you know he would allow a ton of you know pro-Trump uh, you know memes and uh, like anti-Biden things and yeah, then yeah. things making fun of Bernie anything he agreed with yeah, um, yeah. So that's not moderation. That's just fit, like nepotism. yeah. But the group is called the Truth About Fucking Worcester. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so my the last irony. comment before I fucking hit that leave button, and I did not announce my departure because it's not an airport. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the, the, the the final fucking comment was, "This isn't the truth, and it's not about fucking Worcester." Yeah. And like, this is a shit show. Yeah, so yeah, it was. Yep. Yeah, but man. it's always those old white people from out of town. I mean, yeah. some of them are in the area, but no. I mean, the ones I pissed off most were like Fitzgerald, Gardner, Ware. It's it's yeah, dude. Not this not, dude. This dude that um that the latest thing was, and he blocked me after this because he knew I wasn't playing games. It was, he was from like some place called like Bellingham or like yeah, that's like like, like some crusty direction. crusty place. And long story short, like let me think, what was it? It was. Because I'm always posting the Hangover Pub because that's a place I frequent. Mm -hmm. So I'm always posting the tacos, and I'm very at, like, bro, I've tried almost every taco in the city. You're not going to tell me 
that this place has fire tacos when I tried them. Like, I, I give people the benefit of the doubt. Maybe it was a bad day, but the shit was salty. It wasn't like, mm. it just, the meat wasn't, t- it wasn't choice. And there was chunks of fat. So like, I'm, I'm not going in biased or I don't mean to go in biased. So long story short, it's like, I post these tacos. Some random dude, first off, like, just comes at me. I just dismiss him with logic. He he gets it. He's like, oh, this kid isn't, like, he's not a troll. He's He knows what the fuck he's talking about. But then this other time, some random dude, I forget what the fuck restaurant it was, but it was like, oh, it was about the fix. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bro, so... So, like... Both of those places. Like, people either love them and think they're great or yeah. hate them and think they're completely hyped. Yes. And, like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm on... I mean, I love The Fix, hate The Hangover, so... Yeah. <laughs> I and that, that's the thing is, like, The Fix, I loved it when it first came out, when it was, um... Bef- like, when they first moved to Grove Street. Oh, they were amazing for that. Yeah. Fire. So fire. I would, hit, I would hit that place up all the time. And then, recently, I went with a group, like, with, like, five or six people... We go deep, we're mobbing, we're getting food, whatever, and literally, as the waitress is bringing a salad to the table behind us, a bug jumps out of the salad. No word of a lie. I don't know what kind of bug it was, jumps out of the salad, the whole table, like, it, like, gasps in disgust. The dude, whose salad it was, gets up and storms out, rightfully so. So I'm like, okay, never coming here again, and on top of that, my burger was cold, the bread was like, you could tell it was old because it was like, it wasn't like soft when you bit into it, mm. it was like crumbly, you know what I mean? It was like, oh, when yeah, a burger bun is old, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, this is not the fix I knew, and somebody somebody from out of town was like, yo, I'm coming for, I'm like, I'm gonna get a good burger, where am I at? And I, I see mad people put the fix, so I put, definitely not the fix. <laughs> Homeboy from Bellingham says, this is a trash take. And I'm like, bro, this is my experience. Like, I wasn't being rude at all. I just said, yo, this was my experience. Like, should I continue? Then he says, yes. So then I (laughs) I tag my homie who used to work at The Fix, who has told me horror stories. So I just tag him and I said, can you educate this dude? My homie wasn't in the group, so he never saw it, whatever, whatever. And then Homeboy comes back to that comment and he's like, I said, yes, bro. Like... I'm waiting this like basically yeah, yeah. like in yeah. like paraphrasing but that's basically what he said. So I'm like, "Bro, like I don't know who you think you're talking to like this, but this this was my experience. I tagged my homie because he used to work there and he could tell you some horror stories and that's where it is." And then he's he called me like a couple names and like one thing you don't call me is a bum. Like if you've ever grown up like in my shoes, it's like, you call somebody a bum, that's grounds for problems. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't call somebody a bum. And, like, even if they, like, you could joke on them, like, ah, you look like a bum today, bro. But you don't, like, over the internet, it's hard to it's hard to see how somebody's speaking to you. So homeboy calls me a bum, and I'm like, okay, this this just escalated. This, this comment thread just escalated because you're calling me names. Long story short, I hop in his inbox. I'm like, bro stop calling me names or we could have a problem. I see that we have a mutual friend. I, I, you know, I look at his profile. I'm like, okay, he's from Bellingham. Why are you even talking to me, bro? So I hit up his homeboy that we have a mutual connection to. And I'm like, yo, come get your boy. Cause if I ever see him, I'm going to slap him in the mouth. Long story short, he blocks me. And you know, it's just like all of this was, could have been avoidable. If you just listened to what the fuck I was saying, which was, I had a bad experience at the fix. And that's why I'm not recommending it. 
Yeah. So a lot of it is just like, it's just this puffed up fucking ego that these people get. But as soon as you call them out in a real ass way, they they shudder. You know what I'm saying? They they hide behind like, oh, it was just the internet coming, bro. Don't get so wild up. It's like, but bro, then why are you saying it in the first place? And that's that's my thing. Up. It's like, bro, you wouldn't speak to me like this if I was sitting in front of you. I guarantee you that because you wouldn't. I wouldn't allow it. You know what I mean? And that's part of it. It's like these people get so emboldened and they're so like, err, you know what I mean? And the same thing, it's like, you see it all the time when um, when people get canceled, you know what I'm saying? Or when like, you see some racist video posted of some of some person, you know, like the, the dude who, like randomly, randomly people will stop a, a, like a black person or a brown person and be like, yo, what neighborhood are you from? You're not from around here. When it's like, bro, I live down the street. And then that person gets canceled and it's like, bro, if this video never surfaced, like, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't act this way if you knew all these eyes were on you. So why are you acting this way when you don't think all these eyes are on you? Yeah. And that's part of it for me is like, bro, like, just don't, just be genuine. You know what I mean? Just be genuine. We'll, we'll all have a good time. I don't think most people know how. Like, no, I think most yeah. people are, are overcompensating for a bunch of different things. And I don't know. When it comes to, to, to being yourself on the internet, everyone's, I don't know, everyone's afraid of everything. You yeah, know, it's it, posturing. It's a lot of posturing. Well, but that's opinion. the thing I is, mean, for most people... Social media has made it that way. Like, it has mm. told us different is weird. Different is bad. Mm. Be the same. This yeah, is what yeah, you yeah, believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what these people believe. We like these people, therefore... Pick we this from like the drop-down you. menu. Yeah. yeah. They it's don't like, want like, individuality. Yeah. It's not encouraged. No, especially, yeah. That's why it makes so many people uncomfortable because, I don't know, you're you're not conforming. Mm-hmm. I, I think the problem you and I run into is that we speak articulately and, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, that is triggering to a lot of people who like talking on the internet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, spewing bullshit. But, but also, you and I uh, both tell people to either educate themselves, or we, we use the concept of you need education in the... Uh, educa- your education is the solution to this problem. Yeah. And uh, they hate that because it's true. Yeah. And then <laughs> it puts responsibility on them to, like, do something. And it's like, oh, well, I shouldn't have to do anything because this is America. <laughs> and it's like, bro, uh, like, come on, man. This shit is so old. And it's always... It's... it's, it's it's never ending. It's deflections. It's cop outs. Yeah. It's this never results in a I don't know. Uh, actually, I've got a great example of internet drama that turned out kind of great. Yes, let's hear it. Okay, so uh, <coughs> this was about um, five and five and a half six weeks ago. Uh, Worcester City Councilor was talking about was advocating for uh, the eviction uh, moratorium, essentially preventing evictions in Worcester for the time being um, for non-payment of rent. So in other words, anyone who still couldn't afford to pay rent, could not still be evicted for that. Yeah. Um, you know, is it during COVID? Yeah. Okay. Well, th- this was, no, this was about, so technically, no, this was like three months ago. Oh, word, um, word. And so this this guy, um, prominent Worcester realtor, was arguing um, on his page. He, he posted a big thing saying, um, it, it was essentially saying, uh, we shouldn't have this, it's illegal, and... Uh, and they don't, and we don't need it because of all of these things. Essentially, his argument came down, boiled down to um, these uh, resources are available, so that if if uh, if people are not paying rent, they are choosing not to. Well, it was essentially what his argument came down to. Okay. Or a it is it should not still be the landlord. He was essentially arguing on the landlord's behalf. Yeah. Uh, and as you know, a realtor and presumably landlord himself, I, I you know I get that, but. 
Um, what I, what my what I responded is I so saw I went back and forth with him for a bit. My big thing there was if it's illegal, then cite how. Yeah. Like that was like you're you're saying a lot of things to to to, to substantiate your point here, but you haven't you're not going to be able to defend all of them, and that's kind of bullshit. Like yeah, you are yeah. you are presenting a larger argument, knowing that which is something I've done myself. You know, I'm saying like I'll give you five points, knowing you might be able to wheedle down one or two of them, but I'll stand behind those three. Yep, yep, um, yep. And uh, he, so. And I just pointed that out. And so I, I honestly, it turned out he was right. There were like legal things, and it was the the proposed eviction thing was struck down because of it. He was totally right, yeah. but he wasn't able to articulate that. And I did break it down. But anyways, he eventually deleted my comments yeah. when I was when I called him out on this. When I said that, uh, you know, his. It was it was it was encouraging him to take accountability for his actions. Yeah. And he said I called him names. I, I didn't, but but like he felt he felt anyway. So so. Prominent Worcester realtor. I looked him up, emailed him. I'm like this guy's not gonna be able to ignore me. Yeah. Um. And so this is where it got interesting. So so of course you know he's like starts with the the don't respond to me uh, at the end. But but like after a paragraph of telling me how he's right. <laughs> um. And so I you know a few paragraphs of how you're wrong, whatever. And we we go back and forth and it's like seven emails. But but it ended with me saying. Uh, with, with I, 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 I was saying, look, if you want to remain a close-minded conservative, and he's like, I'm not this and or that. I'm like, look, you might have voted Democrat, and you might tell yourself this, but you are, definition of close-minded, definition of conservative. Yeah. Um, and I'm, and, and but but uh, we were able to get to a point of reason in this, yeah. where we were seeing eye to eye, and he, he said, it was something, he essentially said, uh, you were right, maybe this and that, and and then he misgendered the city councilor that, uh, like, while trying to say, be respectful, like it wasn't a, but we're still nowhere close to the same page, is yeah, what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's you know people like that are always the ones who are like, I'm gonna block this email at the end of their thing, <laughs> every time. Anyways, the reason this story is kind of freaking hilarious, I'm currently looking for a new storefront. Yeah. Um, and uh, I drove down the storefront. Uh, I was looking at a spot. Uh, his sign was on the window. So I emailed him. So, so luckily that whole thing ended on pretty good terms yeah. because I just emailed him a few days ago. Uh, Small world was the subject. Caption, this, the former owner of that business walked into my storefront a few days ago, drove past, saw your name. I'm emailing schedule. And I saw, I met him for, on uh, Sunday for a showing. Nice. Um, and, and that one actually ended up working out really well. That yeah. is one of the very few times, you know, I, I called someone out as a, being closed-minded conservative. And they were, you know, able to take a step back and listen to the definition and recognize that maybe they should be a little more open-minded. Yeah, 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 yeah. But most people never get to that point. Most no. people <laughs> aren't willing to consider the possibility that their perspective might be inaccurate. Yeah, yeah. And they take immediate offense to it. and they, And it's... It's almost like even when sometimes when, the, when these people realize that... Oh, oh, then they have to double down. <laughs> exactly. And that shit blows my mind. It's like, fam, if you could have just acknowledged this like 14 like interactions ago, this conversation would be over and we'd both probably be feeling pretty good about it. But instead, yeah. you double down on your shitty behavior and now look where we are. Like just yep. calling each other names. And it's like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, and it's deflections, and when they when they like skip to name calling, it's just I don't know. But but also, I I think what it comes down to is these people are you know trying to keep themselves as comfortable as possible, and mm. their comfort is required some level of I don't know dissonance. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. So internet drama, man, like it's everywhere. It's 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 almost unavoidable at this point, and so something. I learned. Sorry, 
um, you were saying it's it's unavoidable. It definitely is. It's everywhere, and I think that's why it's so exhausting. Yeah. But I, like, probably a year ago, I joined a group specifically for shit like that. Yeah. It's called I'm Toxic and Messy, but it's fun. So it's <laughs> a closed container where people just post their fucking messy ass lives and in that container you can tell them they're being a piece group. of shit this is how <laughs> You're or, tripping, yeah. or they'll be like yes bitch get your shit like, <laughs> and it is fascinating the shit people post but it's in a closed group and like yeah, when yeah, I yeah. joined it it was maybe a couple thousand people and there's 40 fucking thousand people in it now wow. and it's just people with so much balls like shit they would not tell yeah. their actual page but yeah word word it's or like, yeah, you wouldn't post for fucking your neighbor and yeah. your grandmother to see, but you're posting it here. But the shit they post there is like, I mean, yeah, people have like alt accounts and shit, but yeah, true, people, true. I don't know, they shit gets there shit gets are wild. Places in the internet where it is toxic, but it it's contained. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it's a place where you can like, kind of. It's like the opposite of Reddit. It's like 4chan. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I've never been on fucking 4chan. <laughs> and Reddit's not nice. I, I don't know. If, me, I don't so. know if 4chan's contained. No, no, no. It's it's very wild. But that brings up that brings up a memory I have of a shit posting group I was in. So, like, what got me back on Facebook heavily was this Marvel shit posting group, and I was so heavy in it. And um, so I'm in this Marvel shit posting group, and obviously, like, one thing about shit posting group is they like. They, mm-hmm. they cross over they do yeah. these like collabs with other shit posters where it's like it ties in this with this and like it's fucking clever and hilarious some of them are amazing I love like I live for this shit it's so funny and <coughs> so there was this one that was about Rush Hour I fucking grew up on Rush Hour Rush Hour 2 specifically fucking phenomenal movie and so they were using Rush Hour 2 this Rush Hour 2 shit posting group to get off their conservative fucking bullshit and one of like one of the memes was just movies. yo yeah I'm saying like yo this is like the most diverse like yeah I get they had racist fucking like yeah. jokes and shit but this was a whole different time yeah. and the people that were being joked about were the main viewership so it's like we're okay with this yeah. like you can make these these like super racist Asian and black jokes because we're the ones watching this shit so like long story short they were like making these really fucking gross um bootlicking like bootlicking jokes where it's like it's like oh well if he couldn't breathe then how was he saying it ah ha ha like that was like the premise of the joke type shit and so i had seen like a few of these before i just started saying like bro one this has nothing to do with rush hour two it's not clever like what are you guys doing you know what i mean and it got to the point where i just became such a problem that they removed me from the group and I'm like, like that's the other fucking thing. How often are, yeah. is like the person who complains the one who's actually removed? Not, not the people who are. Yeah. The, and the, but the thing was too that it was a moderator. It was a moderator yeah. posting oh. this shit. So I'm like, bro. So you're, so so, essentially, what's happening here is you're creating this this base for neo Nazis, and you think it's funny. But there's a lot of these people who think it's true, whether mm-hmm. you know or not, isn't important. But you're enabling fucking racists and you're making it okay to joke about our lives yeah. when it's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whether you think it's funny or not, or whether I even laugh at it or not. Like, cause some of the time some of the times, yeah, it might be funny. Yeah. But it doesn't mean it's okay to joke about. You know what I'm saying? Or like like um one of them was fucking like super pedo- pedophilic. Like it was like um Dude, they double the, down on that shit so bro, hard. I don't know heavily. what it is about it those was, ones. It was I mean, like, of course it is. It's I mean, the fact yeah, it's that just, they think they wanted to 
be like that. That's the that's what the patriarchy is all about. Yeah, it's like it's like oh well, I would never fuck a fourteen year old, but it doesn't mean it's not funny. And it's like yeah, actually it does yeah. because you're joking about fucking a fourteen year old, and there's right. probably people in here who have fucked fourteen year olds, and that's not cool. Can we all agree that's not cool, guys? No. And then you can't. get crickets, and it's yeah. like okay, so what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah. Like why am I here? Yeah. No, and, and that's the thing. Those gross. My Emperor's New Groove group. It was like, that's my favorite fucking movie. Emperor's New Groove. Such Classic. a good movie. Fucking hilarious memes. Like, best fucking memes I've seen. They in my were some life. really great ones. But, like, the amount of times I'm literally just battling transphobia in there. And yeah, every fucking day. But, I, like, I'm the one that gets kicked out. Word. Just like that. Like, yeah, it's, it's like. It's just. It's fascinating. It is. It, it just shows you a glaring reality of how fucking little accountability people take. Or, or even, like, like, like the the tiny amount of critical thinking people put towards the shit they spew. It's like, <coughs> fam, like, if you knew homegirl down the street was, like, assaulted in X, Y, and Z way, you wouldn't make X, Y, and Z jokes. So now that somebody's telling you, hey, this is triggering me, and you're still joking about it, and you're then joking on them about their experience... It's like, fam, you're just coming off as a really shitty, shitty, shitty person. Well, I think the point is that, that they would. Yeah. Yeah. They will yeah, do they that. are. Yes. And that's... That's the bottom line. Yeah. It's, it's, it's gross. Yeah. And that's... Internet the, the, inter- the internet is empower is empowers people to be them true selves, and mm. the, their true selves are gross. It is. It is. And the worst, the worst part for me is when these people make these fucking fake accounts. Or right? Like, like Talib Kweli is, is someone I follow heavily, <laughs> and I don't know if you guys know about his Instagram... So on Instagram, for the better part of two years, he's just been battling fucking racist. Like, at every every comment, you like, literally every comment on his post, he'll battle it to the end. You know what I mean? So, like, he'll post some shit, a racist will say some dumb shit, and he'll just go at him. And Good. it'll go for comments and comments and comments. And, like, it's come to the point that you have these people that, like... It's like, oh, bro, like, come on, man. You should just get back to making music or whatever. And he's like, bro, like, his main point now is like, bro, I'm not your slave. I don't work for you. I don't make music for you, clearly, because if I did make music for you, you wouldn't be telling me to stick to my music and stop fighting racists. you tell me, keep fighting these racists because they're fucking racist. You know what I mean? And it's gotten to the point where it's like you see all these <laughs> fake accounts just spewing fucking negative bullshit. Like, and it's like, fam, how... How tapped do you have to be to go make a fake account just to comment some fucking super negative But that's hatred? the thing. That is the absolute basis of this is the fear of accountability. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, uh, it, it was uh, in the, the Truth About Worcester group. The the majority of these loud conservative idiots were like, like one of the people I went up against often was like this. Uh, I think his Facebook name was Simon Liberty. Like, like there were, but, but there were so many of those that were like, I can't tell if these are, are you know, boring people or clearly fake accounts. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Old people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Either, is this a boot? <laughs> well, but that's the thing. They usually have, like, a few likes and, you know, a weird, like, love you grandma somewhere on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, like, a fucking American flag with a bald yeah. eagle as a profile picture. And it's uh, like, dude, what? Like, right, but but are that's you just the thing. trying to well, be a so stereotype? Like, I have I have actually you know started that conversation with people and they never they never are willing to respond. But no. it's are you know is, are you hiding? Are you that afraid of accountability that you won't put your name next to your words? Yes. And like, but yes. but but yes, they are. <laughs> yeah, that's the answer. Is yes, and it's like, fam, I 
Like, my name is Danny Phantom because that's my rap name, but my name is Danny. And, and, and you don't hide it. Everyone yeah, knows it's it. Like, it's like, fam, at any point, you could come see me at a show, at a venue, at anywhere. Like, I'm public. I'm very, like, you'll find me out here. <laughs> if you're in Worcester, you're going to see me somewhere. So it's like, you know how I feel. You know what I mean? And um, it's just, it's it's very, very hard to see people not taking accountability. And I see it enough in my own life, day-to-day life, family life, that it's like, I don't have the tolerance to take this from a stranger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's rough. And they, yeah, I guess I see what you mean with the entitled on this, though. Because, like, it, all those people are, you know, like, what do you mean I'm wrong? Explain it to me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like, no, no, it's not my job. With no accountability and entitlement. I don't know, it's funny because earlier you were talking about internet drama, and I thought you said internet trauma. <laughs> but that shit goes from dramatic to traumatic, like, Very quick, easily. quickly. Like, yeah. I don't know if y'all are on TikTok, but I'm there's. Not- the way TikTok works, sounds go viral and yeah, yeah, they're trending. Yeah. And there's a sound right now where the it's men making up scenarios where it's like, imagine we went out on a date at the gun range and I just shot you in the fucking head. What? Or shit like that. And it is hundreds of thousands of those. And it is the premise of a joke. So it is a trending trend right now. And it is something that is big and accepted. Because there is no accountability and no... It's entitlement. It is disgusting. Like, if you look it up, it is worse and worse, each one. But there's no accountability for men on the internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if there's accountability for us off the internet either. Unfortunately. No, there's not. Yeah. But the internet they, brings it out. They, amplified. They, it amplifies yeah, it. amplified. Magnifies it and amplifies it. Yeah. <sighs> Something wow. that I, I need to address while we're on the subject of drama, even though it's not necessarily related to internet drama, I think it comes up pretty often within it, is uh, Karpman's drama triangle. Like Cartman, Eric Cartman, but Karp, mm-hmm. K A R P, Men's mm-hmm. drama mm-hmm. triangle. Uh, and it's essentially the concept that. Uh, drama has a victim, perpetrator, and savior. Three parties. And um, but but it's more important than that. It's the concept that once you're in the drama triangle, you are a you are revolving among those parties. Mm-hmm. And this is a lot more in relationships than um, than other uh, than like internet drama. Yeah. But it's extremely relevant in internet drama because it still ends up being. You know, anytime someone brings someone else in, like, that's the thing about the internet, is there is a third party. Yeah. This is, like, it's, you know, you can go back and forth with one person for 45 comments. Yeah. It's dramatic, because it's not just you two. It's you two and every single person reading that. Yeah, yep. Um, and, you know, so so the, the way to get out of the, the triangle is, you know, if you're the, the perpetrator uh, of it, you know, essentially that means someone else is always, you know, you, you want to... Take a step aside, look at how, I don't know, not really how your behavior is interacting with theirs, but um, like in, if the people who are the victim become the perpetrator because, uh, sorry, it's usually the other way around. But but the important part of this triangle is that you, you're cycling through these mm. so that, you know, let's say, you know, okay, here, here's a great example. You comment about a, a steak and cheese. Someone else comments back. Uh, disagreeing with you, you went so so to that person. You're the perpetrator because you're attacking their beliefs. Yeah. Now they're and they're the victim because their beliefs have been attacked. Mm. So now they're commenting and saying this and uh, accusing you of being the perpetrator, yeah. which makes you the victim because you're not the fucking perpetrator. Yes. And um, the, the the you know someone else comes in, 
to, to your aid and supports one of you, and now they're a savior. And yeah, 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 but yeah, which yeah. makes them a perpetrator to the, to o- the other, yes, right? Yes, yes. yes. Um, and it, now they're so, so the fact that there's so many that there's uh, even when it is only two people, which is incredibly infrequent these days. Yeah, it's still you know there's always the someone else might join in, and that's yeah. part of what makes it so dramatic. It, but when is, someone will go in and like all the yes. views, or yes, this and that. And I, like, I mean, I, 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 that's such a thing that I started like you know when I see people go, I, I will like the anti-racist comments yeah. just to make sure that it's not Literally. just a bunch of conservatives no, yeah. supporting each other. Straight up, straight, <laughs> and just because because you know the algorithm so much that it's like yeah. you know that, and especially on Instagram, the more liked comments get shown more in a feed so when they see the picture then they see the most liked comment and it's like that's that's part of the problem with the algorithm it's like oh we know that this is fucking triggering so it only got five likes but here it is and because it has 60 or 80 comments underneath it and then you're forced to fucking see what okay so what the fuck did this even start out as and most of the time it starts out fucking relatively innocent or like non-problematic and then it just becomes this shit show because some asshole just wanted to be a dick that day or taking his fucking you know he stubbed his toe this morning so he wants to take it out on Instagram you know and it's crazy it is crazy it's crazy it really is yeah man um I had a story about internet drama too but I'm trying to think of which one it was now I can't remember if it was Instagram or Facebook or fucking where it was most of my drama has been through Facebook yeah, it's the hotbed for drama. I mean, it's the, all the comments. You know, comments, shares. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, I mean, Instagram has comments, but it's I don't know. When you're scrolling Instagram, you're not reading through all the comments. Usually, you're only seeing you know the, yeah. the, the, the few that it shows you. Yep, yep. yep. Um, and unless one of those is already dramatic, you're not you know yeah, joining. Not in. Yeah. Yep. Whereas you know on Facebook, I don't know. It's really easy to join it's into like drama. A bigger platform for it. It's there yeah. all the time instead of just as you're passing it. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. And I feel like it, it knows what topics are problems, or maybe it doesn't. You know what I mean? Maybe no, it, it, it definitely does. I know. I'm just being devil's advocate. Like, maybe it does. Well, the real question is if there's someone at Facebook saying, keep an eye out for these things, or if it's noticing that there's more people talking about those things. Yeah, yes, yes. And I think it's part of it is like, part of it is like this um, sensationalized, like, headline culture where it's like clickbait get the views get the yes. clicks get the fucking like like Caitlyn Jenner said this or Kim Kardashian said this Kanye thinks this and Pete Davidson this and it's like it's like okay so wait, wait a second we're to internet drama we need to take a moment to acknowledge this whole fucking Kanye thing uh, and <laughs> very dramatic and problematic the yeah, what wasn't, didn't someone just um in, uh, try to get them to do a boxing match or something. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Jake, Jake Paul, Paul, the fucking scum fucking, of the earth. Jesus. We were talking. I said to him earlier. No. Yeah. It's. I don't know. It's the same. There's no accountability. Like no, he, just, he is very clearly mentally ill. He has shared. He has diagnoses. He has shared the symptoms that he, like, experiences. Mm-hmm. But there's no accountability for him, so there is no consequences. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> I mean, if someone like that at a Kanye level is okay and it is broadcasted and it is accepted and it is paid for, yeah. like, how can regular people in that situation think that yeah. they're going to be supported be enabled, or not? Enabled, yeah. It's, enabled it's, to be toxic and, and, and... And, like, it's 
I mean, the memes are fucking funny. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. No, They're fucking classic. hilarious. But, like, that shit is real life. Very real. Like, Kim is traumatized. Yeah. Kanye is abusive. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's wild. It's plain to see. It's plain to see it. And, uh, there's But there's people, the people that don't think that. Like, yeah. they will argue hard well, for it. Like, nah, man, he just, he just hasn't been the same since his mom died. It's like, yeah, he's been fucking traumatized. Or he's traumatized. like, that's my, that's his woman. What did you expect? Like, that's... And it's like, fam, no, they no. got, they, they signed a piece of paper and they walked down an aisle at a church. Yeah. That doesn't mean he owns her. That doesn't mean she's indebted to him for right. life. That doesn't mean a fucking lick of nothing, like... Nah, it's a whole bunch of horseshit, and the reality is we don't know their lives. We don't know the intricacies and yep. the nuances between their relationships. So we should all probably just shut the fuck up. But the way that America is designed is like, you're supposed to care about celebrities. You're supposed to think they're your best. You're supposed to go tooth and nail for everything that they fucking do. And it's like, it's like, fam, if you just put that energy towards yourself, like you'd probably be a lot healthier. You know what I mean? You, your mental, Happier. yeah, your mental would be on fucking steroids. You know. Yeah. And um, it's it sucks to see because you know as as a Kanye fan it's like it's like I think when I think Kanye I think strictly music, but now my view is getting tainted because it's like I'm being force fed all this bullshit and it's like fam if I knew everybody's bullshit I'd hate the world yeah you know what I mean I would fucking hate all of you but I don't <laughs> and it's it's almost planned it's like I don't even want to know some of the dirt my friends have done it's like fam. You're one of my best friends in life. If somebody comes up to me and tells me, hey, your friend did this horrible thing, I'm going to feel like shit about it. And then I'm going to be torn like, well, are they still my friend? Like, what do I do now? Like, they did this horrible thing. Fucking, do I confront them about it? That's not my business. What do I do now? You know what I mean? And it's like, they make this shit so sensationalized that it's like, oh, you're supposed to care. You're supposed to care about this person that you've never met. You're supposed to care about this, this, and this because it applies to your life. And it's like, fam, this, this... Like, their life is significantly different from mine in almost every way. Like, just because we have these two similarities doesn't mean I have to fucking, like, doesn't mean that just because I bought Kanye's new album means I support beating women or abusing women mentally and and online. It's like, there's so much fucking bullshit out there, and I feel like it's planned, you know what I mean? I feel like it's meant, like, discourse is is it keeps us lucrative you know what i mean yeah and that's the other part is keeping us distracted keeps us away from the conversations we should be having which is like yeah we're killing the planet like the the wealth gap the fucking the the pay gap between genders and all this fucking horse yeah. shit and you know what i mean it's 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 at the end of it all it's all fucking toxic like from the from the top down it's toxic but i also feel like oh, I, it's I, meant to be that way you yeah. know I mean, that's kind of how things keep keep running. Yeah. You know, everyone's on to the... Like, it's like having a conversation with a conservative, but this, like, you know, where there's always a deflection, there's always another topic, mm-hmm. except that is genuinely how politics work these days. Yeah, straight up. Straight the fuck up. Yeah. Nobody disproves or proves a point, really. And it's, it's like, sickening, you know what I mean? Like, well, that, that's the thing, is it's, it's no longer, you know, everyone thinks that the law is about what's written, but, but it, it's, it's not anymore. It's about, you know, what you ha- it's all about articulation and, how, and methodology and, and essentially how much money you have for just about everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so, so, you know, it doesn't, it, like, that's why people are comfortable doing things, because, you know, if, uh, you know, essentially, if they can't prove it happened, then it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and in... I don't know. It, it, it the, the the way our laws are are fucked up, and the way everything is enforced is also fucked up. Yeah. 
and it, a lot it just of it is discretionary, and it's like, it's like, fam, who the fuck made you the judge of everyone in this square foot? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it keeps it running for the people it benefits. That's yeah. what it was designed for, and that's that's what that's, that's, that's the do. bottom line. That's the bottom line, but. You'll have the poorest of poor motherfuckers who got fucking holes in their teeth and, and, and their windows are shattered fighting tooth and nail for this very system that shits on them. And it blows my mind because it's like, fam, you don't even benefit from this shit. Propaganda. So, yeah, like, exactly. And that's really what it is. It's like, you've been force-fed all this bullshit and you're too, like, I don't even want to say dumb because it's not dumb. It's like you're just too no. disconnected from it. I've been trying to figure this one out for a while because I've, you know, I don't have to take me out of it. T- intelligence. At what point mm-hmm. is you will never understand how you are wrong uh, in a like ableist. Uh, a- actually, let me skip to the end of this story. What I have realized is yeah. that uh, the only way to truly get people to get all on the same page uh, would be to trick them into believing something else like you're, you're never yeah. going to get anyone to do what you want by anyways i realized that and then i realized that that's what can that's what republicans realized about 50 years ago yeah yeah and, and here we are yes talking about internet drama yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 man yeah dude it's, it's crazy bro it's a crazy world we live in and it, it just comes to a point where it's like you really got to limit the amount of shit that you allow in your space because yeah. it'll fucking drain you you'll It'll literally make you fucking, like, just negative, you know what I mean? It'll weigh on you in such a way, and I say that because it's happened to me, you know what I mean? It's gotten to the point where I'm going on Facebook or I'm going on Instagram just so I can find the shit that I can, you know, go yeah. crazy on, you know what I mean? Or, like, I follow, like, <coughs> like one of my most shown in my feeds on Instagram is um, this dude called Mr. Checkpoint, who's from California. His whole mission is film the police. He films the police whenever he sees the police, whenever someone gets pulled over and he's nearby, he'll run up to the cops and film them. And he'll just stick a camera in their face and it's crazy to see their reaction. It's like, fam, the just because of there's third-party accountability, y'all get so fucking bent out of shape and aggressive. And it's like, bro, Which is so, ironic as fuck. Yeah, it's like, bro, so you're so clearly you're not protecting and serving because right. if you were protecting and serving, you would you would right. I'm sorry. Isn't this. accountability yeah. the thing you're supposed to care most about? What? Like, isn't that as, your job? As a cop. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> and so, like, and one of the other things he does is he'll pay people's parking meters. So he'll run. He'll go like he, he skates a lot and he walks his dog. And like, if he sees a red meter across the street, he'll run over and he'll pay it. Or if he sees a parking attendant coming to ticket somebody, he'll run to that meter and pay it before they they ticket it. And these these people get so bent out of shape. Like, bro, what do you even? Like, they don't want us helping each other. Yeah, it's like you're really upset that you can't give this dude a $50 fine. Like, bro, you're not getting those $50. You right. know that, right? <laughs> That's not going in your pocket. They just so, like, simping for the government. Yeah, and it's it's it, and it's and it, what, it, what it shows me is this huge, huge power dynamic where it's like motherfuckers that are in power or at least believe they have authoritative control of any given situation, when you take that away or you jeopardize that, it fucking sends them well, up a wall. But that's the thing. That's what they care about. It's yeah. not It's not really anything else. Yeah, it's, it's that not. sense of control yeah. that they get from lack of accountability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So once you add that accountability, they panic. Yeah, it's the same reason why the Ku Klux Klan wears masks. It's like, yeah. yo, if y'all were really fucking balls to the wall, white power, you'd show your face. But you know that at the end of the day, if you showed your face saying all these wild and crazy and doing all these wild and crazy things... You'd be, uh, you, yeah, you'd be gone. You'd yeah. be fucking off the earth. 
And, yeah. oh, you can't have that, Mr. Judge, Mr. Cop, Mr. fucking Butcher, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, it, it all comes down to, like, I think, like you said, it's it's a lack of accountability, and um, it's jeopardizing that, that authoritative power that it's like, oh, well, if I'm not in control, then, blah, you know what I mean? Because that's all I know, you know? And it, it's... It's a comfort thing. It's, you know, that's their comfort zone. Yeah, <laughs> Which yeah. is being a toxic scary. fucking spooky person. Yeah. And it makes me feel for, like... But but, but that's the thing. It's it's they keep everyone edge on around them on edge so mm-hmm. they can do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah, man. And it, it makes me fear for the kids. It makes me feel for yeah. the partners in that situation because it's like, bro, like, the example you're setting and the, like, I can only imagine what the home life is like. You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah. The shit we don't see. That's 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 what it is for yeah. me. It's like, fam, if this is how you're acting in public, like, what the fuck is it like at home? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yo, your dog. Must Every now and then, I have a. Your dog must have his tail tucked when he sees you come through the door. And yeah. to me, that's one thing. Like, bro, if you abuse your fucking dog, I, you're you're dead to me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, cannot. Bro, like dogs, I, dogs are so loyal. They're so fucking forgiving. Like. I, sometimes I'll see people uh, in, or actually I've had customers at the shop who are just disrespectful and entitled and you, you can tell what kind of people they are and afterwards I've said to my employer like can you just imagine how like abusive they are in their relationships like yeah. there's people who's gonna gaslight me over a computer bill can you just imagine like yeah what their actual <coughs> yeah. life or, or romantic or even friendship life is like, like yeah and it's yeah it puts you down a spooky train of thought because it's like damn well this person has you so know, this person works somewhere. But that's the thing about this whole, you know, they, they you know, it's this whole fear of accountability and, and staying within their comfort zone. Like, th- this is the, you know, the embodiment of not going to therapy. Yeah. And what it really comes down to is, of course they're not going to therapy. That's out of their comfort zone. Yeah. The, I'm not saying it's like a paradox, but, but there's some massive complication here about we can't solve this problem because we're in this problem. Yeah. And... I mean, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes a lot of sense, man. And uh, I don't know if you ever heard of League of Legends, the video game. Oh my god, I've heard of it. <laughs> I played the shit out of that game. I've that's just all recently my husband ho- did for like five years of our life. Yeah, I just hopped back onto it, and as anyone who plays the game will tell you, it's the most toxic game on the internet, uh, without a doubt, the most toxic. By people, like community, or the game itself. Community. Okay. The game cool. itself is phenomenal. The game itself is great. It's not necessarily balanced. Oh, wait, side note. So that makes so there was this meme of uh, someone asking, hey, do you play uh, League of Legends? And the other person replying, no, I love myself. I thought that was making fun of people who played, not, like, the community as a whole. No, it's toxic as fuck. So, like, you'll, like, I'll just give you the spectrum. Like, you have people on there whose screen name is I hate black people, but they put black with B-L-A-Q. I saw this shit yesterday. Jesus. This dude's name was I hate black people. So that, that alone is like, fam, you see that dude on your team, and you gotta wonder... Are we gonna even win this match? Like, I'm playing this game to relax and have fun at all times, you know what I'm saying? A majority of the time, I go in and I'll just mute everybody because I don't even wanna see what the fuck you guys are saying. And it's one of those games that it's like, it's like a real-time strat. it's called a MOBA, Multiplayer Online Battle Arena. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you, you have to, like, basically you have to kill the other people's base. It's five on five, you all have your roles, and you all do certain things to fulfill those roles. And so the minute that you fuck up or that the other person bests you because it's a competition, sometimes the other people are better or they do something better than you did, 
your team starts to flame you. You know what I mean? And it's not always, but it's a majority of the time that it's like motherfuckers. So you're assigned randomly with these people. It's not like you yeah, pick with you okay. can you can team up and you can do five on fives with all your friends. You can do twos. You can do solo most of the time. But, but, but most of the time, people play. You're assigned to random four people for your yeah, team. Yeah, probably oh, cool. okay. it's solo queue. So do you get to choose which people that play league don't have enough friends to play? As a yeah, player. or if they do, it's <laughs> like not actual real life yeah. friends. It's like people you met online who didn't piss you off. You know, yeah. and it's it's just so toxic because it's like you'll have motherfuckers who will just flame you all game, and one of my favorite responses in that game and in real life is like, "Bro, you need therapy." Like, yes, you're I, attacking yes. me for my performance in a video game. Like, we're supposed to be relaxing and yeah, fun. bro. Like we're supposed to enjoy this shit. If we lose, we lose. I'm sorry, your rank went down. You're not this They're amazing player. Level yeah, right? like, come on, bro. Like, and that's the thing is, like, I'm a silver player. You know what I mean? I'm silver, gold at best. And it's like I had to get through iron and bronze and silver. These are the three most toxic ranks in the whole game because it's like. It goes from people who don't know what the fuck the game is about, or like the intricacies of the game, uh, yeah, that's to the, the people who who get it, but not enough to and are resentful of the ones above them. Exactly. Who, who so it. they just shit on everybody else and shit and keep shitting, and it's like, guys, if we just all muted each other, I promise we'd do a lot better, <laughs> you know. And it's just it's it's so so toxic. But you brought up therapy, and that's what it made me think of because that's my response half the time is like. Bro, if you're this bent out of shape about me dying once in a video game when we have at least 15 minutes more play of, of you know, of gameplay right. in this match, then you really, like, you <laughs> genuinely need some help. And I'm not, try- I'm not trying to flame you. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm saying, please get help. Like, somebody get this guy some help because he's, 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 he's letting it out. I, uh, I tell people who uh, go with the get a job mentality uh, to get some therapy. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. You know, that usually co- just comes down to that's how they value their self worth, and they can't imagine. You know, they think less of people for being unemployed, even because I was employed. Because and, and like usually, you know, the people who are unemployed have a probably good reason, disabilities, yeah. etc. Mm-hmm. And anyways, it, it's you know, you tell them get some therapy, and they don't ever like the concept. No, no, man. Plus, and um, I could I could speak on that too from a Puerto Rican standpoint where it's like we are probably one of the most prideful people on earth you know what i'm saying you'll know it goes a long way to blindness (laughs) yeah exactly you'll know a puerto rican from down the block whether it's the puerto rican flag i have a puerto rican flag in my window you know what i mean (laughs) in my car like it's just one of those things it's like it's ingrained in us but it's also i think has something to do with all the bullshit that we went through between being colonized by spain and then america but i say that to say a lot of Puerto Ricans need therapy. A lot of people who come from this environment need therapy. But the minute you tell them that, it's like it's like you're you're shitting on them. But it's the opposite. It's like, fam, I just want you to get help because I think you could benefit. You know what I mean? And I I kind of see, you know, where you're coming from because I come from a similar place. And it's like I'm not trying to belittle you. And the fact that you think therapy means you're weak is in like it's a paradox in itself because it's like fam now I, now you're admitting you need therapy but you just don't realize it you know it's it's been seriously stigmatized as uh, i mean a weakness but mm-hmm. but also uh, it's been used as a weapon there's yeah. uh, like um this is you know in the the firearms community I, I you know there's a lot of people who 
actively think I'm not going to go to a therapist because they might take my license away. And mm. Massachusetts is one of the places that has a, a Department of Mental Health and uh, like a list with it that uh, people can't get guns. But going to therapy doesn't put you anywhere close to that list, nor should it or would it. Yeah. And but but there's a huge stigma around it and the the fear of. I don't know. I'll be denied for this. I'll. I don't know. I, I've had. I, honestly, you, you probably run into this in the IT world. People who who say things about losing their clearance. I don't. Yeah. I don't know how legitimate some of those concerns are. But, but, but then once you get into intense cultures around uh, independence and ability to get past things through hard work and community, mm-hmm. things like mental health. That where so it's you know they're, I don't know. I'm not going to get into invisible illnesses, et cetera, et cetera. But the fact of the matter is, you know, no one sees my ADHD and thinks you need a doctor. They think take a breath and speak a little more slowly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's that's one thing I've, I've, you know, what I mean, over the years, I've found out a lot about myself. And part of what I preach these days is because of what I found out about myself. Is like, oh well, fam, if you just exercise and ran a little bit and drink more water, you'd probably be okay. And it's like I've realized that that's not always the case with most people. It's like what works for me isn't going to work for Joe Schmo down the block. So me even expressing that is problematic in itself. You know what I mean? And I've I've come to recognize that and realize that. Um, so yeah, man. Yeah, it's. It's tricky. It's tricky, especially when, like, you're not trying to be that guy that's, like, giving advice and, like, trying to be, you know, I don't mean to be condescending when I say some of these things, but I I can understand how it might come off, you know what I mean? I have a friend I know from high school, and as I've mentioned on this podcast before, I went to special ed high schools, so it's not a negative reflection on him um, that if he was special ed. Mm -hmm. So he is not employed, and he mentioned this to me the last time we hung out, and what I said to him was, um, I've recognized that that's not, that's more of a reflection on society than him. Yeah. Um, Also, I don't really, like, the fact that he needs a job is a societal thing, not a, like, he's not, like, he's, he's intelligent, he's articulate, he's got a lot of things. Easily employable, it depends on what you're, but, but also, you know, it's a situational thing. Like, you know, if you run into any complications in the first, like, five years of your adulthood, it's really difficult to get those back sometimes. Yeah. Uh, And I don't think most people think about that. They... I don't know. We, we need to do a podcast episode specifically on privilege because I've had to spend a lot of time trying to deconstruct mine. Yeah. And to be honest, being able to understand, like, I've got a weird mix of, of like, I don't know. I, I've got some things here to help understand other things. Uh, and being able to deconstruct a lot of things, I, you know, I can recognize where these people's blind spots are a lot of the time. Yeah. It, it's, you know, it's not... And it's often not even necessarily a negative reflection on them that they have that blind spot. It's the, in fact, let me rephrase. It almost never is. Usually, yeah. it's no one told you to look at it, yeah. or no yep. one around you did. And yep, yep, yep. Uh, like I don't know. It, it's but 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 that's you know unemployed. What about when it's you know you were raised by people who never taught you to respect trans people or people of other colors? Yes. But like or you, you were know, raised in homophobia. R- exactly. So so like what's that the my childhood. <laughs> yeah, like same, same. I, yeah. My dad to this day will make homophobic comments. Like my my son has a, a desk in his room that is like white with pastel floral like colors on oh, it. Oh no. You know what I mean? And so so 
the plan is to take my one of my old desks, give it to my son, because and in my mind, I'm like, well, this floral desk is way too small. It's not functional. It's like it's just a shitty little fucking wooden desk. And I'm like, yeah, we're gonna swap that out for my old desk, no biggie, whatever, whatever. And he, and the first thing out of my dad's mouth is, oh yeah, it's a little feminine, huh? And I'm like, <laughs> and I, I like, I, I'm at the point where like I'll just go toe to toe with my dad. I don't even care anymore. And I'll just be, I was just like, dad, it's not about it being feminine. It's just not functional, like. If, like, think about my son and his schoolwork. Like, this computer desk that has a tray up here, a tray down here, a, a little footrest, and a full desk space, this is way more functional for Logan. Whereas that little wooden fucking bullshit with a drawer just doesn't make sense. It's not, it has nothing to do with femininity, masculinity, like, and even if it did, what if, what if Logan tells you he's gay, dad? Then what? Then what are you going to fucking hate his guts? Like, he's a 10-year-old, dude. Like, come on, man. This has nothing to do with that. Like, but that's how I was raised, you know what I'm saying? I was raised to think that certain things that make you weak are certain attributes that you have or watching certain movies makes you gay and gay is ooh so spooky you so know like, what I mean remember what? earrings you couldn't get oh, your yeah, man. left ear pierced or Facts. Shit, like even shit like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I consider one of the things I, I lucked out with to have liberal parents uh, I would be a horrible person if I had been raised by conservatives yeah um, so I think the real question here is where, like, in your guys' life did you become good, learn to care about others more than your beliefs? Mm. Uh, I mean, I, I guess it's... I like, mean, I've been different forever. Yeah, valid. Um, like, I am the black sheep of every... Oh, right, um, yeah. ...thing that I've been... <laughs> well, <laughs> but, like, I don't know, I remember questioning shit early. Yeah. But, like, I was punished for that. Mm-hmm. Like, I was... There were times... I was literally told I could have my own opinion when I turned 18. Yeah. Like, or, like, this is what you believe under this house. Like... Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And it's... You've been told all like, that. Like, yeah, like, it's... it's There is no room for exploring that shit that you're trying to explore until you go somewhere else. Yeah. And, like, for me, that... Like, that was college. I... And I got to do that at, like, 17, so I was, like, very privileged in that point, but I I was able to experience things differently, and I, I fucked up a bunch in the beginning. Like, oh, of course. shit that I, mm-hmm. like, shit that I didn't even realize was ingrained in me was there, and yeah. I had to just do the work, and I'm, I mean, I still do the work every day, but it's, I don't know, you, you have to have the ability and space to do that, mm-hmm. I think, and I don't think, I don't a think lot most of people, people ever get it. That. Yeah. 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 I, I, it's. What was your initial question? Because now I'm trying to think. Uh, essentially, what, when, why, how, how did you? I don't know. Um, you didn't grow up in a conservative household, but yeah. you, you had some conservatives' beliefs around you. Yes. Um, I, you know, at what point were you? Did you oh, did question I start caring about others? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, man, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um. I think it was it was when I finally acknowledged. So, fair to say, you were religious, very religious. Yeah, Yeah. uh, Christian Catholic, Christian Catholic. I I don't fucking know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? 
I but that's, that's a big difference. Yeah, yeah. I, I could never eat the bread because yeah. of whatever reason. I couldn't walk up and eat the little circle bread and that I love so It's much. one of those things that it, it, it makes a difference to the people who care. Yeah, so I couldn't do that. So that's the kind of religion I was. Like, my brother could go up and eat the bread because he did the thing. I never did the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Sunday school as a kid. Um, I confessed one time because it was the only method of therapy that I found. Yeah. Um and even then it felt like really fucking shitty like it felt like like yeah I get it you're not judging me pastor but God is God's (laughs) judging me so hard right now and um you know so there was a lot of that and like like you said I wasn't it wasn't a conservative household but there was definitely conservative beliefs where it was like my house, my rules. Um, if you don't like it, you can leave. Right. Um, you should appreciate what I give you. Yeah, this is our house. You know what I'm saying? Or not? Not this is our house. This is my house. It's not our house. Um, just homophobia in general. You know what I mean? And um, to me, that always itched me a certain way because we have family members that are gay, openly gay, that have announced they were gay, or that have been victims of certain things and you know it's like who the fuck are we to judge that you know what i mean like like god forbid that one of your sons turns out gay you know what i mean like god forbid and even that term is like god forbid you know what i mean but it's like it's like is that really the worst thing that could happen in the world, guys? Like, that one of your sons turns out to be gay? Like, there's no need to keep reinforcing this point that, oh, we're supposed to be macho men. We're, we're these fucking Puerto Rican warriors. We come from a warrior bloodline. Like, this and that. You know what I mean? Like, and it just pushed a lot of, a lot of beliefs that I had to challenge as an adult. And um, I'm thankful because I'm a very open person. A lot of times growing up, I was super shy. I wouldn't really speak up. So it allowed me to listen to all these different points of view, even when they're fucking super shitty and conservative or super liberal. And, uh, oh, I don't know if I really agree with that one, but I'm going to let you get your shit off. And so it allowed me to formulate my own opinion where it's like it didn't happen until like I would say until until I got off the teat, so to speak. You know what I mean? Because for a while I was living in my dad's basement and you know it was like it was like a rite of passage almost you know like i never i went to college but i never roomed in college Mm -hmm. so i went to college but i'm living at home still and even when i got my um my real job you know i moved out with the mother of my child my children and with the help of my parents we bought a house so we bought this house but it was still with the help of my parents so it wasn't fully independence on my on my part and um you know i i i fucking ruined the relationship that me and her had i was a really fucking shitty infidelity type of person and um i like my toxic traits were all coming out you know as i'm living in this house with her because i didn't know how to live with somebody i didn't know how to live with somebody my age i didn't know how to co-parent i didn't know how to be a, a in my opinion a good father you know what i mean how to be present um, I was still very immature. I was very about myself. I was like, oh, well, yeah, I have a son, so I need to do this, this, and this, and I need to go to this party, or I need to go out after work with my coworkers, and, like, if I don't, I'm not going to get the chance, you know what I mean? And so I would say it wasn't until, like, it wasn't until I sabotaged that relationship, went back to my father's house, and then eventually 
made my way out and I think the first the first apartment I ever really had was it might have been renting from you no bullshit awesome outside of fucking like renting office spaces and band spaces because that was like that gave me a little more freedom and a little more insight on what it meant to be my own person but renting from you was then like okay now it's all on me all these things that I hated about living with other people and that I couldn't control now I can control them you know, and it wasn't until then that I started really, really dialing in on, like, allowing certain energy in my life and calling shit out. And there, there's a memory, a core memory that sticks in my mind of my brother that, um, like, he, he had said to me one day, he's like, oh, Danny, just because, like, you're this, this, and this, it doesn't mean you have to be an asshole, you know? And it's like, the way I took it was... I was a pushover for the majority of my life. And now the fact that I'm standing up for myself and what I believe in, you're calling me an asshole. And I don't believe that's the case because on the contrary, I'm just calling out this person being an asshole. And like, just because I never did it before doesn't make me an asshole. It just means that this is what I allow and this is what I am no longer allowing. And it wasn't like, People don't like boundaries. No, and that's exactly what it became was I finally learned how to set my own boundaries and how to say, like, how to speak up for myself. Because a lot of times it was like I would just take the shit or somebody would insult me blatantly to my face. And instead of combating it, I would just, like, take it and internalize it and then second guess myself and be like, wait, were they right? Like, was I? But that's what you were taught. That's how that's, you know, not not to throw your parents under the bus, but this Mm -hmm. is the environment you I was raising. Yeah. Yeah. And so that wasn't until maybe five years ago, you know what I'm saying? Maybe six years ago when my son was already walking and talking, you know what I mean? And, um, for me, like, it's just a great relief because it makes me feel like I'm going to be such a better father. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah. I am a better father in a lot of aspects nowadays. It's like, I'm not as selfish. I'm I'm thinking 10 steps ahead in the fact of, like, how is this behavior that he's exhibiting now going to affect him as he's older? I don't... It's not that I want to impart my beliefs on him. It's that, bro, I just want to get you ready for the world because the world is going to shit on you for this. And I just want to make sure that you're at least hard enough to withstand it and or correct your behavior because, like, this world will make you crazy if, <laughs> if you let it, you know what I mean? So as a father, it makes me feel a little better that I can acknowledge these things, I can see these things from my past and from my childhood that it's like, I don't want to make my son feel like this. I want to make him feel like anything that in the world that happens he can come and tell me if he breaks a vase he can come and tell me if there was some creepy dude or girl at school or work you can come and tell me you know and um and it took a lot you know what i'm saying it took a lot it took fucking a majority of my life you know but you, know, you had to figure now. out who you wanted to be and realize that that wasn't who you already were exactly yep 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 very accurate very accurate. I think the, the, the power dynamics that, that are, I, I think a lot of people don't realize or think about power dynamics, um, like in relationships or with family. Yeah. But like, you know, I don't know. I, I for a while was in a, a relationship with someone who had moved in with me from um, living with friends after having moved out of their parents' house. Mm. 
And it, I didn't realize until about a year after we, we ended things that, uh, actually, not a year after, until we ended things because we moved out at that point. What a, and they, I realized that the reason they ended things was because they could at that point. Because mm. prior to that, when we had lived together under my roof, them breaking up with me would have resulted in their homelessness. And yeah. essentially, any. So the, the, the point of this is, you know, it's with family dynamics. You know, you you don't have a, a no. You you need you need everything your parents are giving you, and you did uh, until essentially you had your own roof over your head, until you yeah. weren't dependent on them. And I, I think this is often uh, extremely integrated into all the, any of the the households that have those harmful, toxic, conservative beliefs. Are, are also this is you know built around these power dynamics of you have to be here to survive mm. and part of that is you know doing things our way yes yep 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 and that's how so many people end up stuck in there you know it's there that it really you have to go a bit out of your comfort zone if that's all you ever know and yeah i don't know Accountability is difficult, and I don't. I, a lot of people aren't ready for it. <laughs> That's why we have internet drama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it all trickles back to the internet drama. I mean, should we get back to it? Do we have any stories? Do you have any stories? I think this share? is a great wrap. I think we've made a full circle. Yeah. I mean, we can talk about the internet all day, but like, it's true. It's true. <laughs> I uh, I have, I have one more story. Uh, the time a local realtor, uh, we're gonna call him Brian Window tried to rip me off uh, and I ruined his reputation <laughs> um, so he hired me to do uh, to redo the Wi-Fi for his house yeah um, described the situation we go a few messages back and forth I suggest a, a Nighthawk and maybe uh, an extender he's got a big house um, with a new insulation might need it mm-hmm talk a little bit more uh, and, I, and I quoted him accordingly two hour install probably about 300 bucks in hardware um, and uh, then we talk a bit more ends up uh, he's describing everything talking up how nice he wants this what he's looking for we I go to the house to look at everything um, he's walking around doing like speed tests on his phone in literally every corner of every oh, room gross. literally literally <laughs> yeah um, so Anyways, um, so we're, we're, we end up giving him. Um, I I uh, bought it from a uh, an IT company locally, but they they you uh, ubiquity hardware. We set yes. this guy up with likely better than what UMass had at that time. Wow. Uh, I mean, th- this was like six years ago. So, yeah. but but it's it was high end AC everything, um, uh, and uh, there and so one of the complications was running a uh, Ethernet wire to his. Um, Oh, that's the other thing. This was all new construction. He didn't want to run wires, so we were using mesh things for some of it, which was part of the reason it was so weird. And, and it, it ended up being like 900 bucks in hardware instead of the 300. And yeah. I was there for something like 18 hours, some of which was him running a um, an Ethernet cable through his heating duct through the entire house. I told he asked me. It, I, I so the, that's the best part about all of this. I've got text records of like him saying, "I'll do, I'll, I'll sign something saying uh, blah blah blah." I'm like, "No, my, I, I blamed it on my insurance." But the fact of the matter is, I don't want to run wires through drywall. I am not fucking running wire from the entire. From his, his, so, anyway, so he and he tried to get. Um, I, I had a handyman, the one we both know, who uh, helped a little bit for the, trying to like look at this and just yes. was like, "Fuck no, I'm, I'm not." I'm out. Yeah, yeah. fucking smart move on his part. <laughs> um, and. Uh, Anyways, uh, 
so this, the whole thing gets about four, three quarters of the way through. Um, the guy doesn't have. Uh, there's. Uh, I, I didn't. Okay. I. This was my first time actually setting up a ubiquity setup, and uh, it turns out you needed a um, a, a dedicated. Uh, you essentially need a router in addition to all of the other hardware that you're using, which okay. makes perfect sense. But but we had a we had a switch, and I thought it was um oh sorry I had a cloud key, but uh, setting it up required a ubiquity account that I didn't have, and I, I don't. It was anyways. I wasn't able to do it. so. This guy needed it up and running for uh, I think it was a UFC fight that weekend or something. So I left my laptop to watch it. No, he was hosting a party. Oh, for a bunch of for people. all of them to watch yeah. it. <laughs> but 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 keep in mind. Like, that was doable, like, an hour into this whole thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, you like, could have made like, that happen like, a no, This guy ago. wants the full... Like, like, also, keep in mind, this guy, while, like, throughout this whole process, called Spectrum, harassed him until they sent a technician out to get hit, like him the extra, like, 20 megabits per second that they... Had, right. Right. This was... And, and then... Entitled. Speed... To, oh, my God. So fucking... Well, also, keep in mind, one, yeah. real, realtor, two, uh, the guy's, like, five foot four. Oh yeah, he's compensating. Yeah. Um, anyways, so yeah, so so this whole thing's um, at the end. We're almost there. He, I, I leave a laptop set up as the router because that's one of the things. So I leave one of my shop computers there, um, and so he he's upset and complaining. Um, even though everything's currently working at this point. Like, it's running off of the laptop, but his network is up and running. He's got Wi-Fi speed in every freaking corner of his stupid house. Um, and uh, he had run his own Ethernet wire. Yeah. And he's upset. And I'm just like, you know what? Um, I'm sorry. I had recommended a friend. This That whole friend. Anyways, the friend's honest and good and finished this job. We're going to leave him entirely out of the story, but this is the reason we're no longer talking, because I was a douche about this whole thing. Um, but I hired a friend to just be like, you know what, here, figure it out. This guy just knows ubiquity stuff. And uh, he's like, and so anyways, uh, Brian Window uh, essentially fired me, hired my friend, who I'd sent out to finish the job on yeah. my behalf. Like, I was going to pay him directly. Anyways, that's the kind of person this is. He hires the subcontractors. Yeah. Um, so... He terminates things with me, and I'm like, you know what, that's fine. I'm going to... Uh, so I, w I, at this point, had been there for 28 hours. I said, you know what, that's fine. I'll bill you for all the hardware in the 12 hours it should have taken if I'd done everything right from the beginning. Yeah. And he says, no, I'm going to pay you what we originally discussed, the 240 plus this. And I'm like, what the fuck? No, I was there for 28 hours. This, this, this and, uh, and he's like, fine, take me to court. And I'm like, okay, fucking. And so at that point, I was seething... But, like, that was that. Yeah. That night, I get a, f a one-star review accusing me of being a fraud on, uh, on my Google thing from, yeah. a, from a very obviously fake account. Yes. Um, I text him, call him out on it. He does the whole don't respond to me further thing. I do my whole, well, technically, if you keep responding to me, it's not well. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I posted all of this into a uh, Google document, shared the link with a, I don't really want to talk shit about customers, but if he's going to post a negative review, I need the full story to be out there. Yeah. Out of, so one, keep in mind, this was like a 30-minute read of text messages. Yeah. It was freaking long. Out of the woodwork. In about the next 72 hours, uh, 15 to 20 realtors reach out to me. This guy is an asshole. And wow. so, so, like, in the, in the week, so, so the unfortunate part is that what I tried to do didn't work. I got, so, so it turns out there was a realtor uh, who had already prepared a case against this guy. Like, yeah. had hired a lawyer to prepare a civil suit and then had not followed through because she was afraid of him. 
Wow. So what I had done, so I had, I was, what I tried to do was get all of these people together to, yeah. to, to essentially realize they weren't alone and recognize that this was a necessary, because part of the problem with the, the, the real, it's part of the problem with cops, but the realtor culture in, uh, is they can't shit talk to each other. It's, it's a, you know, you don't want to get blackballed. Right. Yeah. Right. And like uh, their code of ethics is you can't talk down about another realtor. So mm. none of them will say anything, but you know, so, but anyways, so, so in other words, entitled assholes, which is, you know, like of the vast majority of male realtors out there, yeah. um, are, are, you know, comfortable being douches through email so long as they're like not being profane or like aggressively disrespectful yeah. because, you know, they're friends with, anyways, actually this guy outright did tell me, he, uh, uh, he was friends with the person on the board and offered to give me a cell phone number. <laughs> anyways, um, so and I have all of this in text, like yeah. we went back and forth and he was, anyways, out of the woodwork, all these realtors, this guy uh, did, you know, stole this lead from me, uh, you know, uh, changed the terms at the last moment, um, told the buyer that they were getting this commission, but only gave me this, like, like so many yeah. different scummy things out of the woodwork. One of the worst things was someone who uh, said, also for, for the time, well, worth mentioning, this guy had two large, gorgeous dogs. Um, I, was there for I was there for 28 hours. I saw the dogs out of cages for an hour and a half. Wow. Um, mm. it, yeah. That's telling. That's the that's kind of telling. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I would say that's because I was there, but I assure customers I'm fine with dogs and that's, they were, it's not because of me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, uh, one of the things that came out was someone um, messaged me and saying, hey, I rescued this dog after, after Brian uh, kicked him down the stairs. Here's like, I paid for the vet bills and all that. And that's the level of shit bag this person was. So, I also, a bunch of people had talked about how he had a criminal record. And I'm mm. like, hmm, interesting. I don't know what I missed, but I went to the city, I went to the Worcester Courthouse, and I got everything they had on him and his wife, because they were uh, their real, real estate partners. Yeah. It wasn't actually anything that serious. Um, she had uh, drunken disorderly from when she was 19. He, on the other hand, uh, his mother pressed charges against him when he was 26 wow. for chasing after her and throwing something at the car. And then another angry thing from a few years later. Yeah. And so, but but more importantly, what I had was a printout of all these files from the Worcester City Courthouse. Yes. Uh, and I posted the picture of the stack saying, like, so, so at this point, so, um, so uh, at this point, he's now on, has to be on the defense. And yeah. so, so the end result here, and the reason we're calling him Brian Window. Yeah. Is because I had to sign a non-disclosure agreement. But yeah. what I, what, uh, so, so I get to do all of this. There's yeah. a non-disclosure agreement, non-disparagement agreement. I'm not allowed to talk shit about him, about, um, someone who may or may not resemble a Brian window. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Yeah. Um, anyways, but, uh, I, I got every, so, so, uh, this guy was so ups, this guy had upset so many people that someone was able to call in a favor to get me free legal representation. Oh, so, so sorry. Here's how this ended. Cause of course this guy has to do something now. Yeah. Um, he filed a harassment prevention order, which is the exact same thing. Wait, sorry. I'm trying to remember to harass him in a branch. Anyways, he filed a harassment prevention order against me. Same exact thing as restraining order. Fear of imminent physical harm. Yeah. He claimed that I called and threatened his wife. I, of course, can't prove I didn't. I can't prove that a phone call yeah, did not happen. happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, so the good news is when we get, when we get to, this, uh, to this hearing, 
the, the judge asks, so do you guys want to talk about this first? In other words, he recognizes that this is a two people are trying to, like, like that this it's, is it's not a about model, the... model issue, yeah, yeah. Well, not, not just that. This is not about the harassment. This is about the, the claims related to the harassment. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's not, like, so this is... Anyways. Yep, yep, yep. So I had representation who had never done any litigation, but that didn't matter. He was a mouthpiece in this. And so... The end. So, so, so when he went back, and uh, I, I heard the, I, I went after them for. Uh, so, so the the bill they owed me was twenty two hundred. Um, I went after them for something like sixty eight hundred because triple damages um, yep. for for deceitful and harm because a pattern. Yeah. Um, and uh, and uh, the other thing of it was a uh, oh I for I made him buy my laptop. Yeah. So, so so we compromised at the initial bill. The only thing I didn't get back was the hundred and fifty dollar court filing fee. Word. But. Uh, and uh, I had to. Well, I didn't have to, but I uh, I hid the posts. But but that's it. <laughs> this, this is the end of it. So now, uh, and I, I got to hear about this in uh, from about five different people over the next few months. Everyone was talking about this in the realtor world. Word. Uh, my friend went to a uh, a realtor dog fundraiser. Like they, they, there's that's apparently. A, I mean, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And there were a bunch of different people who like. I mean, I guess that makes sense because it was a dog-related offense in, on the main yeah, thing. Yeah. But, but anyways, uh, out of the woodwork, like, th th this guy was an asshole. He was an abusive asshole who did it to so many different people. Yeah. But because I was in a position where I was like, you know what? All you have over me right now is money. Like, if I don't get paid, then I'm exactly where I am. And you were the fucking asshole here, and I can show it. So I did. Yeah, and yeah. So, so that's the thing. What I really found is... If someone's an asshole to you, if someone's being like, you know, dramatic online to you, you're not the only one. <laughs> like, and it never like they they these people don't hate you. They happy. They probably hate themselves and they're taking it out on everyone. Yeah. But but it's it's never. I don't know. When you're the victim of like that level of non-discriminant bullying. Yeah. It's it's one not on you. It's that's the kind of person they are. That's the kind of person they need to be. Mm -hmm. And two, more importantly, like it's. It, it's not you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's not a you problem, it's a them problem. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was... Uh, no, that's accurate. That's that, that last little piece is very accurate. Like, it, it just... It made me think of my last interaction with the internet troll. Shout out to the Bearded Beaker, a.k.a. Westminster Weeds. Or Westminster Weed Works, whatever your fucking name is, you clown. Um, yeah, it's, it's a them problem, and... We're not the only ones they were assholes to, you know. And, and you never, it never is. People, uh, abusive people are, you know, not abusive to everyone. But, but there's, you know, th this is, this is, they are, they act this way because they need to. They're not mm -hmm. choosing to be dicks a lot of yep. the time. They, this is the way they cope with life. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Wow. That's uh, profound. Ah, that's a good ending. Yeah. I'll take that, man. I'll take that. This was a good episode. This was great. Fun. Absolutely. Fun. Uh, and next week, we are uh, recording Eddie, our tattoo artist. Yes, Eddie Carasquillo. He's done every piece on me, actually. Uh, he's done my two favorite and two largest piece. Well, two favorites. Shout out to Eddie, man. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Anyways, uh, and uh, actually, we're finishing this one on Wednesday. I'm oh, excited. That's going nice. to be painful. <laughs> All right, guys. Catch you later.